Hello, everybody. Marcus Giuliano here, your host of In the Weeds, real tales from real restaurateurs. And who's joining me today? Um, I'm Anna. Hi. Hi, Marcus. I'm Anna Santos Vitello. Hi, Anna. Anna. Um, so what's your restaurant? Where is it at? How long have you been in business? Okay. The name of my restaurant is Brazil Express Grill. And we are the only uh, casual Brazilian steakhouse in Illinois. And when I say casual, it's because we are family owned and we are more affordable. Uh, we've been open since 2012 and uh, we are located at uh, 1045 South Roselle Road in Schaumburg. And um, my website is www.brazilexpressgrill.com and we have delicious Brazilian cuisine. Your website looks fantastic. I was on it. Um, oh, great you. photos, great, great slides, great video. Um, really, really an awesome, um, awesome website. Uh, definitely got me hungry. So <laughs> um, express, what's, what's the word express mean? Uh, well, you know, let me tell you the story. So uh, when we started um, like seven, eight years ago, we didn't have enough money. We had a little bit of money that we, we were able to save. So we wanted a small place, kind of like takeout place. Uh, but then people got so excited with the idea of the Brazilian food being more uh, affordable that they started coming and the word of mouth was really good. And, uh, and then we became a, a traditional Brazilian steakhouse because we saw that people wanted that. So we gave our guests uh, that experience that they were craving for. So we uh, became a Brazilian a traditional Brazilian steakhouse instead of a takeout place. But anyways, we had the name already, Brazil Express Grill. Uh, but people, they didn't pay attention to the name, you know? So they just kept on coming because of the food. And even though it says Express, we are a, a full service restaurant. Uh, and we serve all the traditional Brazilian meats, salads, side dishes, so we have the full dining uh, experience. Excellent. So did the restaurant go through a growth transformation as far as square footage from express to full service? Uh, yes. In the beginning, we had a, a small space up front, uh, but then we opened uh, like uh, more seating, you know, to make it a, a full service restaurant. Yes. Great. How many seats do you have now? Oh, right now we can seat uh, 125 people. Excellent. We, we are not very big, but you know, like we get crowded, like especially on the weekends. That's a nice size, 125 mm -hmm. seats. Great. Yeah. So you've been in business since 2012. You started as an express. You, you moved up into full service. What's the biggest um, mistake you've made along the way? Uh, well, the big mistake is that I... I thought I had enough money and I didn't. Uh, so I ended up getting some debt in the beginning, which I was you know, lucky to pay off for everything because the businesses start doing really well. And, uh, and I think that was my, my mistake is not uh, preparing better. You know, I, I kind of like went for my dream, um, but on the other side, I think that if I hadn't done that, 
I, I would, wouldn't probably be here, but I, I thought I could have prepared better because there were days that I, I couldn't sleep at night, you know, because I didn't know um, what I was doing, but I got help. Uh, so I started doing, um, like I, I started like seeing people, people like you, you know, that understand about the business. So I started looking for more information and that's when I started getting better and better. Awesome. So biggest successes. I, I think the biggest success is this one is, is this Brazilian steakhouse. Uh, Cause even though we are in a location that is not very, you know, out there, you know, we're kind of like hidden people say it's a hidden gem in, in, in Schaumburg. Uh, but the word of mouth has been great for us and, and people find us. So it's, awesome. it's been really amazing. Awesome. So first restaurant, I take it, and you run yes. the restaurant with your husband. Mm -hmm. So what kind of experience did you have before opening the restaurant? Well, since I came to the United States like 17 years ago, um, uh, even though I had a bachelor's degree in Brazil in administration, so I came here and it was hard to find a job um, in, my, um, in my field. So I started working for restaurants as a hostess and as a server, and I fell in love with the business. So I, I don't know what happened. I just had so much fun and it was almost like not going to work. It was almost like going to a party, you know, with <laughs> friends. So I had a lot of fun. And uh, I thought, why not opening my own restaurant? So, and I started saving money and people called me crazy, but after a few years, I thought I was ready and I went for it. And it's a miracle, but you know, we did it. So my husband, Mario and I, we, it, it, so we, we made our dream come true. And so this is our biggest success. Awesome. So you come from Brazil, you jump into yes. the restaurant industry, you fall in love with it. Uh -huh. I want to do this. I want to do this myself. I want to make this into my career, into my, and mm -hmm. invest into it. So what happens when you open the restaurant? I mean, I mean, do you, where do you go? How do you start? Do you have enough resources? Um, where did things pop up that you didn't know about? Did you have any mentors? Did oh, yes. Courses? Yes, yes, yes. That's for sure. Well, in the beginning, we didn't know anything about you know how to run a restaurant so we had been working in the industry like in many other brazilian steakhouses and other uh big restaurants but we were servers we were i was a hostess i worked a little bit in a in an office as an assistant but we didn't know as far as a manager position we didn't know uh, what we had to do. So I had to learn with my mistakes and I had to be fast. You know, once I would find out that I had done something wrong, I had to correct it right away. Uh, like funny story, like right in the beginning, I few months into the business and I was expecting, uh, you know, someone to send me a bill to pay for the sales tax and uh, the bill never came and when i asked someone about it so when is this bill coming because i know i have to pay sales tax and uh, they said well you should <laughs> report your sales tax and pay for it i said whoa i didn't know about that and and that's when i 
when I saw I had like this huge amount of money to pay in sales tax. And uh, I, I just didn't know I had to, uh, to do that myself. And, uh, and then I corrected it and I, I paid it. <laughs> and then I know after that, I was like, what else, you know, what else is going to come my way that I'm not aware of? And I was not aware of unemployment taxes and all kinds of like different taxes. I just learned, you know, as I went, but then I, I learned to look for help. And that's when I started like uh, being better. So after a year, I, I thought I had seen everything uh, and I was not getting like as many surprises as before. Uh, and so like, it's still every day. We learn a little bit every day, but we need to look for help. That's what we need to do. That's important. Getting help mm-hmm. is, I mean, everybody, I mean, when you look at this, like every major league baseball team, every football team, the help mm-hmm. is the coach. Yes. Yeah. The players just don't go out there and play their own game. They have a coach. Yes. They, they get coached. Even the coach looks uh-huh. to a mentor and, and looks up to somebody. So along the whole line, and, and people always say, oh, I was self-taught. No, you weren't self-taught. Somebody taught you, whether it was oh, in yeah. a classroom or behind the stove or doing an apprenticeship somewhere, somebody actually mm-hmm. taught you. You just didn't wake up saying, oh, I'm going to teach myself everything and not get influence from anybody else. So that's a really good point because a lot of restaurant yes. owners and chefs don't like to admit that they need help. Mm-hmm. We like to think we know everything um, and that we don't need help. And what are you telling me? Because I already know that. Um, mm-hmm. So that, 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 that's, that's great being self-aware that's saying, yeah, I need help. We need help. So oh, awesome. Yes. Um, that, that's for sure. And look for help of people that know more than you. Uh, and and that, that was essential for me, essential. So I wouldn't be here if it was not for my mentors and my coaches. Awesome. 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 Mm-hmm. Great. Mentors and coaches, two of my favorite words mm-hmm. um, or two of my favorite people. So you started the restaurant with not enough money. Um, how long did it take you? How many years did it take you to to get some breathing room financially? Did you need more money? Where did you turn for more money? Because let's face it, banks don't really give new restaurants or established restaurants money. So in the beginning, where do you, I mean, if you need more money, where'd you go? I mean, how, how long did it take you to get some breathing room? Well, it, it was really difficult. So the, the first year, uh, we were swamped in the weeds, you know, so it was really hard. So banks would say no, especially for restaurants. They would say you need minimum of five years in business for you to get a line of credit. Uh, and then I just, somehow we survived the first year. So the second year was really bad as well. So I had some personal credit cards that I had to use to keep up with the, the you know, all the bills and payroll and taxes and everything. And uh, we were still investing on the restaurant because I, I didn't have enough equipment. So I had bought uh, a lot of used equipment. So I, eventually I had to replace them. So for two, three years, I still had to buy, uh, you know, uh, refrigerators and things for the restaurant. Uh, but after uh, three years, that's when things started, uh, you know, getting better because people, my, our guests, uh, you know, came back and they told more people, more people would come. And uh, so I went in contact with a small community bank and they helped me with a small line of credit. 
so which I used it and but after a while I didn't even I didn't need it anymore, you know, because I was doing so well that I was not even needing my, my line of credit. But it took me about three years, you know, to get better. And that's an important point, point. A lot of restaurant owners jump in and after three weeks wondering why they're not making money. Mm, yeah, that's And then they're like, well, mm -hmm. I can't do this anymore if this is what's going to happen. And I mm -hmm. tell people, you know, just to even like take a breath, you need a full year. Yeah. And to get some breathing room is longer than that. And I know for me, my struggles were very real, mm -hmm. uh, a very small community uh, charging a premium price. My struggles were very, very real. And, mm -hmm. and it was, would have been easy to give up after three, four, five, six years. And yeah. that saying of seven years is so true. Yeah. Um, but the greatest feeling ever is to be able to have money at the end of the year and say, you know what? I need a new stove. I'm going to pay cash for it. Yes. yes. This. I'm just going to, I need a vacation for some sanity and I have the money for it. And that's the yeah. best feeling ever. So I always encourage restaurateurs, keep the vision, the passion. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. like we're, a lot of us are undercapitalized, but your story, what I'm hearing is your passion overcame the funding, right? Oh, yes. Your, uh -huh. your passion was stronger than the lack of funding. And, and that's so important for people just to stay focused on that. Yes. Um, all right. Marketing or good food? What do you think is more important? Uh, well, I think it's food. So because if the food is not good, people don't come back. Uh, but I think marketing is, uh, you know, the second most important thing because you need to let people know that you're open and what uh, food you serve and uh, what kind of service you have. You have to tell people about yourself and your business. So marketing is really important. Excellent. What is some advice you can give to a new restaurateur or, or, or a restaurateur like yourself, an immigrant who's coming into the US who doesn't really know the US laws, like you said, like you were waiting for a tax bill to show up. Uh -huh. I mean, a lot of Americans don't know that either. Um, coming from a different country, you have, an, you, have a, you have another disadvantage coming from a different uh, country. Oh, yeah. So what, what's some advice you can give to somebody who was in your shoes? Well, the, the I can tell you the struggles were real. You know, the lack of money, like not to know what's going to happen tomorrow. You know, if we're going to have uh, this business or not, you know, we could lose everything all our savings which were not like a huge amount of money but we could have lost everything but anyways we decided to to try and and i think the most important thing you need to love what you do like i said i fell in love with the business and i don't know why i just loved it and i thought it was the right thing for me and when i would come to work Sometimes my husband was calling me and said, you're not coming home. I said, oh my gosh, what time is it? I need to go back home because I, I wouldn't feel like I was working. I really loved it. And until today, it, it happens. So I love what I do. So for someone who is thinking about going into the restaurant business, I would tell, make sure you love it because otherwise you can't you can do it because it is really hard. I heard many times people saying it's one of the most difficult uh, industries there is, is the food industry. And uh, to me, it doesn't seem like that because I love it. 
uh, but I hear people saying that all the time. So you need to have this passion for whatever you do, but especially for the restaurant business, because it's nothing simple. It's no, it's no, I'm not kidding. It's really, really hard. So as a prerequisite to this folks, if you're listening to this, you should be working in the industry first. You're not going to find out if you love it. You let's, let's, let's put it this way. You're not going to love the restaurant industry. If you're a first time, if if it's your first experience in the restaurant industry as an owner, especially trying to pay bills. There's not much to love about that. That's true. Uh, so um, very good point. Um, really good point. Now you work with your husband. You both yes. run the restaurant together, mm-hmm. which creates an interesting dynamic. Um, mm-hmm. Can you provide a tip for people that are in the same situation? There's a lot of entrepreneurs out there that are a couple, that are couples that mm-hmm. jump into it and that's their only source of income. So it's not like, yeah. When you opened, you weren't an administrator somewhere making a salary and health insurance. And if the restaurant was losing money, um, you could simply supplement with your income. A lot of people are in the situation where they just can't mm-hmm. do that. And uh, I was in that situation for years. My wife and I, this was our only income. And, and, so, and things get stressful when money gets low, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just naturally what happens in marriages and all relationships. So are there any tips that you can that you can share with us on how to successfully work with your spouse in this industry? Uh, well, you know, with, with Mario and myself, we are very similar. So we had the same goals and we had the same passion for, for the business. So we knew we depended on it and we had to make it work. Uh, a lot of times it's a stressful. We don't, we, when we don't agree on, on something, but I kind of like, um, I, I trust him and uh, I let him do what is his best at and he trusts me and he allows me to make decisions on my on my side. And uh, when there is something big, you know, that we have to make a decision, then we have to discuss it and uh, and, and make that decision. You know, it's, it's hard. You know, it affects our personal life as a family because, you know, restaurant business, it's like weekends and holidays and people don't realize how hard it is to give up on those. Uh, you know, sometimes you want to, you want, just want to meet with friends on Christmas Eve, but you can't because you're working and people don't realize how hard it is on a family, but we, we try to, to work it together. So a lot of times we are together on those dates, but in the restaurant. So we bring our son. And uh, we're, you know, enjoying our family while working. So somehow we make it work. But there's, there are several challenges that you need to overcome, you know. But uh, I think the, the secret is that you both are on the same, on the same boat, you know. So you have to, to agree in most of it. I, you said some other great points. You know, I can relate my, my success at the restaurant here is even in times where we've had no money, my wife will say to me, go ahead and buy it. I trust you. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and spend it. Even though we don't have the money for it, I tr- the, the words I trust you mm-hmm. went a long way. Yeah. That's, that's so you have to trust your spouse. And there are decisions where sometimes where both of you get together and, and you, don't, you butt heads and it's an essential decision mm-hmm. where you have to come up with a compromise on something. But the, when she says, I trust you, knowing that she might be scared for what I'm about to buy, purchase, do. Uh-huh. 
that that right there was, was is, is is massive. So thank you for sharing that. This will really really. Yeah, important. and can I say one more thing, Marcos? It's like something that I I think it's important. So, and we do make mistakes. So I did several mistakes, and Mario made several mistakes. But we stand by each other's side. Even when I made a mistake, he was. That's okay. You know, we'll recover. So we'll go over it. And uh, he was on my side all the time. And I was on That's, his side all the time. It's easy to make mistakes, like forgetting to pay taxes oh, yeah. and, yeah. <laughs> and getting, getting big fines. It's, these are, these folks, these are so easy to do. <laughs> and even when you pay, even when you pay an accountant or a payroll, uh -huh. company, they still make mistakes for you that we're liable for. Yeah. And yeah. you know, it's just like, oh, wow, like we all make mistakes. So yeah, yes. it's, it's part of doing business. Yes. And, and that's like I'm learning every day. You know, there is always something. <laughs> Great. So once again, tell everybody um, where you're located and how they, can, how, they, how they can contact you. Okay. So you're located in Schaumburg, Illinois, and we are at 1045 South Roselle Road. Our website is www.brazilexpressgrill.com. Great. Since I don't know Illinois at all, besides Chicago, how mm -hmm. far are you from Chicago? Uh, We're about 30 minutes. Okay. So uh, okay. It's, it's, Schaumburg is a very pretty city. We have a, very, a lot of attractions. It's a, a very nice city to visit. Great. So if anybody's going in for the restaurant show in May, oh, they yeah. can stop by and see you. Oh, yes, that would be awesome. Great Brazilian food. Excellent. Well, Anna, thank you very much. I appreciate your time today. And you um, dropped a lot of great information for couplepreneurs, for restaurant mm -hmm. owners, and for um, people that are coming into the country and, and, uh, and adapting to, uh, to the U.S. Yes. and that are jumping into entrepreneurship. So thank you very much. This is very valuable. We appreciate your time. And uh, thank you, Marcus. I really appreciate the opportunity. It was very wow. nice. My pleasure. Mm -hmm.